Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. It was early afternoon at the Lane Farm on Willow Road. Aunt Mary was in the kitchen frosting a cake. As she worked, her mind was occupied contentedly with thoughts concerning her little family. Everything was going smoothly. Her niece Peggy and Bill Mead were happily married. Randy had started up in business. Then for a moment, Aunt Mary's expression was clouded. She had encouraged his son in his project of opening a real estate office. And yet she had some misgivings when she thought of Ben Calvert's possible reaction. For not only had Ben always monopolized the field in Wakefield, but there was Ben's character to be considered and his attitude toward the Lane family. Randy had already taken one important listing, the Bergman place away from Ben, and from what she knew of the man, it was something which Ben wouldn't calmly accept. And that was what Aunt Mary feared in spite of herself, and she had no idea how right she was. Suddenly, her thoughts were interrupted by the ringing of a phone. Aunt Mary wiped her hands on her apron, went through to the hall, and lifted the receiver. Hello. Hello, Aunt Mary. I'll bet I dragged you away from something important. Well, that's all right, Bill. I was just frosting a cake. Well, the reason I called, I'm trying to trace that son of yours. I just phoned the office, and Peggy said he left several hours ago. She and I figured he just might happen to be out there. He is, Bill. Ha-ha, uh-huh. that's what I thought. <laughs> you know, Bill, it's getting to be a joke. Randy was so eager to get started in business, get away from the farm. But since he has, he keeps sneaking back out here more and more frequently. Of course, it's always just because he happens to be passing by anyway. <laughs> oh, sure. I guess Randy's always going to be more of a farmer at heart than a businessman. I'm inclined to agree with you. Well, Bill, he's out in the orchard. I'd better call him. Oh, wait a minute, Aunt Mary. If he's way out there, suppose I give you the message. You can tell him for me. Uh, it's quite important. I'd be glad to. That is, if you think I can get it straight. Well, somehow I'm not the least bit worried, Aunt Mary. All right, then. I'll do my best. Well, the thing is, there's a man here at the bank talking to Mr. Bowman. Now, we think he may be a prospective buyer for that Bergman property. Oh, really? Yeah. He's very interested. Wants to talk to Randy right away. Now, he'll wait until Randy gets here. So tell him to drop everything and rush straight back to his office. He can pick up the papers and maps and hot it over here to the bank. Well, I'll tell him right away. I'm really hopped up about this, Aunt Mary. If Randy can make a good deal for the Bergmans, it'll be a real feather in his cap. I should say it will. Sounds like a wonderful lead, Bill. Oh, it's really hot. And if it pans out today, the whole deal could be signed, sealed, and delivered very shortly. This fellow really has the money, too. So tell Randy to hurry. Don't worry. Thanks for calling, Bill. And tell David thanks for me, too. Okay, will do. Goodbye. See you this evening. Goodbye, Bill. Take care. Randy! Oh, Randy! Ooh! Oh, there you are. Yeah, just coming in for a drink. <laughs> I have a message for you. What's that? Message for me? Mm-hmm. It's good news. At least it may be. Good news? Oh, fine. That's the kind I like. You'll have to change back into your town clothes and get ready as soon as you can, son. Bill just phoned. He did? What's up? It's about the Bergman place, Randy. Bill said David believes he may have a customer for you. No fooling? Mm-hmm. Oh, say, that's great. You know, I was just thinking about Henry Bergman. 
Uh, he's so darned anxious to get the thing settled, and so far I haven't had a nibble. Uh, wh who's the guy David has on the hook for me? Bill didn't say. He just said it looked very hot. And I quote. <laughs> now, Andy, get going. He, he said it was really hot, huh? Oh, gosh, Mom, just imagine if, if this thing... You're going to imagine yourself out of a sale if you don't get moving. Okay, okay, I can be ready in a minute. Oh, say, uh, how am I supposed to get in touch with this man if I don't know his name? Bill said for you to pick up the map of the property at your office and hurry straight over to the bank. They're waiting for you there. Yeah, well, I'll stop off at my office first. Hello, Angel Child. I'm back. Yes, so I see. Hey, you don't sound very surprised, but you ought to be. I was working in the orchard, and I'd, uh, just about decided to stay there and let you close up shop for the day. Why didn't you? Because there's big news. We've got a lead on the Bergman place. The Bergman? What do you mean, Randy? Oh, your, your husband tracked me down at the farm. David Bowman thinks he's found a prospective customer. They're waiting for me over at the bank. Uh, look, baby, uh, dig out all the stuff we have in the files on it, will you? The, the map and the description. Uh, put them all in a manila folder. Oh, Randy. Hey. Hey, what's the matter with you, Peg? Why, you've been crying. I, I couldn't help it. I, I felt so discouraged. Randy, it's all off. It won't do any good to take in the papers. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. The Bergman property. He, Henry Bergman was here. He just left a few minutes ago. He did? Is that why you look so blue? Was he sore? More than that, Randy. He... I suppose he wonders why he hasn't gotten any action. Well, he shouldn't have taken it out on you, though. But don't worry, baby. We'll have news for him any minute if Bill's hunch is right. No, Randy. What do you mean, no? It's too late. You see, Mr. Bergman doesn't want us to handle the deal for him. What? He said he's changed his mind. He came in here to take the listing away. It's all off. But I don't understand. Does he feel that I can't get him a buyer? I asked him if he was getting impatient. He said that wasn't it. Well, then what was it? I don't know. He was so angry. I, I couldn't get any place with him. Angry? I don't get it, Peggy. What, the last time I saw him, everything was hunky-dory. I know. But you wouldn't have known him the way he was today. And usually he's such a kindly old man. But why would he suddenly change? Peggy, what did he say? Didn't he give some reason? Oh, that's just it. He wouldn't give me any. I kept asking him, Randy, but all he said was he didn't want you to handle the sale of his property. He said that? I tried to find out why. I said that naturally he had a perfect right to take his business wherever he liked. But I told him, after all, we're just starting out. We want to know where we stand with people. I said if we'd done anything he didn't approve of, we'd be only too glad to make it right, any way we knew how. Well... What did he say then? Nothing. It was what seemed so queer, Randy. He refused to give me an explanation. You say he acted mad. He certainly did. Gosh, I can't figure it out. Why? Randy, you don't suppose you said something, hurt his feelings maybe without realizing it? Well, I don't see how. Why, last time I talked to him, we, we had a swell time. We were reminiscing about the old days when Evelyn Cross and I were in high school. He told me he was happy to give me the deal because I'd, I'd known his boys. We'd been friends and all that. Said he felt as if Emil and Klaus would have wanted him to. That's why I'm so puzzled. That was only a couple of days ago. And something must have happened since. Something that made him change his mind. It looks that way. But for the life of me, I can't imagine what it could be. Henry Bergman doesn't strike me as the sort of guy who'd switch back and forth without a darn good reason. I should say he isn't. 
Carla was telling me that's why Mario was so pleased when Mr. Bergman decided to do business with you. Since he'd already discussed it tentatively with Ben Calvert, Mario was afraid he wouldn't be willing to change. He had to talk fast to convince Mr. Bergman it'd be a good idea to give you a break. Well, Lord knows Mario did his best. It's not much comfort now when we've lost our first big deal. Oh, Randy, it would have meant so much to us, too. It would have given you a good start, prestige. Oh, sure it would, but look here, Mugwump. Don't you let this get you down. I can't help it, Randy. I know what this would have meant to you. When something happens right out of the blue sky with no explanation, when a nice, friendly old man like Mr. Bergman all of a sudden changes towards you for no reason. No, Peggy. There is a reason. And I have to find out what that reason is. But how? Randy, I tried to get him to talk to me, to explain. Well, I'm not going to let this drop without finding out what goes on. But if Henry Bergman's made up his mind, what good will it do? I want to know what I'm up against, Peg. There's something very peculiar about this whole thing. And I intend to find out what's behind it. Aunt Mary's forebodings had turned out to be justified, knowing Ben Calvert's capacity for vindictiveness. And although neither Randy nor his cousin realized it, Ben was indeed the cause of Henry Bergman's sudden change in attitude. Randy is determined to discover the cause of that change. How will he feel when he discovers the slanderous thought Ben has planted in Henry Bergman's mind? Thoughts which malign the memory of Randy's own father. <laughs> 